From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Okay, I want to offer a challenge, or yeah, um, get, pull the challenge to the audience. I want you to name another show that is supposed to be, you know, lasting about an hour. Goes over that set time, but you still have a good time regardless while you're experiencing it. And while you come up with that, um, let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 244. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who probably wants me to not introduce him because I'm kind of corny. But if you've heard him, it's like the pot calling the kettle black. He is Mike, also known as MFG. First of all, I am black, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so pot, 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 pot. <laughs> kettle, 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 kettle. <laughs> well, well done. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, just to let you guys know, we're all here. We had some good food. The cap declined our food, which tells me he's a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tossing it out there. Uh, well, my ears look like scrolls. I've been told by that before. But, yeah, it's another story. But anyhow, let's just hey. get to what we We know that everybody is demanding out there, demanding it in droves. There's, there's protests. So we're going to get over to horror films and thrillers where black people live till the end. Horror films where black people don't die. Yeah, that's right. It's something happening often enough. Even scrolls are impersonating black actors now. It's actually, <laughs> they found a career. All right, so here we go. Uh, Reese Wilson is an on-campus university police officer on her first time tracking down a vengeful serial killer using modern folklore. And one more time on that one. Reese Wilson is an on-campus university police officer on her first time tracking down a vengeful serial killer using modern folklore. Now remember, you have to give the name of the movie and the name of the actor. Good luck. You'll hear this answer <laughs> after the quick news. He gave us the long pause just to give us time to think, but he knows it's not. That one sounds like it's hard, but I'll, 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 I'll mull it over while we're doing the, the first half of the show. If you listen closely, all you hear is mull, 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 mull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so bad. I'm spelling it with one L. <laughs> <laughs> and our other illustrious host is the man, speaking of scrolls, that would probably find him the easiest to imitate because, you know, he falls asleep at the baton board all the time. He is RC squared. We're off the tech. Yeah, that's, that, that sounds like me. I, I, I might actually do that right now. Um, so the other day, I just had this crazy, crazy migraine. My head felt like it was splitting in two. When out of nowhere, I start having these prophetic visions of the end of the world and the one thing that could stop it from happening. And just when I saw what would save the world, a thought occurred to me. Mm -hmm. In the MCU, the aftermath of the blip must have been an absolute pain for inheritance lawyers. Oh, yeah. oh wow. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, you, sir, since your father is no longer here, have inherited all of this land. Oh, wait, he's back. Okay, so now you got to give this back. You got to give this back. Oh, my oh, wait, God. this person didn't come back? Okay, so then you get this. Wait a sec. Who gets that one? Oh, okay, wait. Uh, hold on. Um, I quit. That's our next MCU series. <laughs> Thank you. Forget damage control. <laughs> MCU. 
lawsuits. <laughs> right, absolutely. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that when you think about it, you're like, yeah. Oh, there would be a lot that's just like, because don't forget, it's, it's between people blipped out or just naturally died, had an accident. You know, people aren't found all the time, so you're like, we don't know what happened. I got, I got a name for it. Blip court. Ooh, blip court. Not bad. <laughs> there you go. They come in. Today in blip court, we have the case of this guy versus this guy. Feige, are you listening? Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for today's show, we'll be reviewing um, a series that many people, mostly comic book heads, were excited to see being the source material had produced a lot of interesting and shock, shocking moments. But does the series live up to the hype? That question and more will be answered as we discuss the Disney Plus Marvel series Secret Invasion. But first, Mike's ready with some geek tidbits and I'm sure that you'll either enjoy or say, somebody died? <laughs> so here he is, Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. And that quick news intro was brought to you by Bikers Against Dumb Drivers, or BAD for short. With two D's? With two D's. Because that makes sense. Because it's bad. Don't talk bad. about mad. Mothers against drunk drivers. That's right. It's been around since the 80s. Okay, my quickness. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody died. It's <laughs> a sad one, too. Uh, Paul Rubens, who That's was right. best known to audiences as Pee Wee Herman, passed away on July 30th. Ruben's iconic character was a man-child with a gray suit, a red bow tie, a bicycle he loves, and a very childlike way of moving through the world. He entertained TV viewers for five seasons on Saturday mornings from 1986 to 1990 on CBS. Unlike his boisterous alter ego, Rubens was described by those who knew him as quiet and mild-mannered. After a very public arrest for indecent exposure in an adult movie theater in 1991, Rubens' career slipped but eventually rebounded with TV appearances. In 2002, he was charged with misdemeanor possession of obscene material improperly, excuse me, improperly depicting a child under the age of 18 in sexual conduct but these charges were eventually dismissed. Rubens again returned to small recurring TV roles and found much more stable work as a voice actor. Paul Rubens died after a private bout with cancer. He was 70 years old. Wow. This one took me by surprise. Yeah. I, I, I mean, for, for, those, for those who listen to the podcast, you guys know that I, the cap, am over 45 years old. I'm not going to say what age, but 45. Over 45. Um, and I've been watching Pee Wee Herman all my life. And I was around for all those, you know, like um, all the legal trouble he had. And as much as I wanted to be like, oh, man, this guy really effed up. There's just something about him that I was just like rooting for him. Right. But he didn't F up. <laughs> I mean, first of all, OK, you're called for indecent exposure in an adult theater. He was also you know, even in the corporate. He wasn't the only one there. So it's an adult movie theater showing porn. I wonder if there were other people that had indecent exposure in that theater at that time. But it's, not excuse me, it's just one of those things. It's like, really? This made the news? It made the news because it was him. Well, it made news because it was him and he's a child. He's a, right. he's a, uh, a star to children. Right. It's a children's show. If right. it was like maybe somebody who was on L.A. Law or something like that, it wouldn't have gone. Right. So, you know, I mean, yeah. like, and, you know, Boy George got caught for something. It was a boy, no, it was George Michael. George Michael. That got into a, 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 an incident where of indecent exposure, but because... It's a singer. They kind of treated it different. Well, that still hurt his career, and then it also hurt him as well. I mean, he had problems after that. Yeah. But the other thing, the uh, the uh, possession of the obscene material and stuff like that, he's a collector. Like he said, he's a collector of erotica. 
And he was just like, no, this is, no one's doing any sexual act. This is just nude photos from like 100 or 120 years ago that, you know, they found. And he, they would say, like, it wasn't like he was propped up in his room. It's, it was in boxes in his garage or attic or wherever it was, but it's just like he would buy things in bulk from collectors. So he right. has no idea what's in them, you know, stuff like that. But anyhow. Yeah. I, 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 he, was still, he was still a good guy. He was a really good actor. He was an amazing, like, serious actor, and especially as yes. a villain. He was a great villain. Like, he was in Blacklist. Yes. And he's just, it's something from this guy that's P.B. Herman, <laughs> you know, like, he's just intimidating as hell as a villain. Wasn't he also in, um, oh, the, the, the show about um, Batman and Commissioner Gordon, Gotham? Yeah, yes, I forget the villain. He, play, the, he, he wasn't a like, villain directly. He was did he play Penguin's father or something like that? Yes, that's who he was. And yeah. He was a nasty man, too, yeah. It's kind of to your, to your point yeah. about him being a, a really good serious actor. Yeah. Ralph, your, your, your memories of Mr. Mr. Rubens? I mean, so I was first exposed to him, not in that way. <laughs> Get your mind out there. Trying to, trying to bring back these, these charges again? <laughs> <laughs> um, you were yeah. in the theater? No, so the, the movie, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, was the first time I ever heard of, of Pee Wee. And the fact that the movie came out before the TV show was just something I, I didn't know. Right. Because right. I, I didn't see the TV show until I was a little bit older. Oh, okay. Um, but even then, I, I enjoyed watching it because it was just so much fun. Even though it was for kids. Yeah. I, was, I think I was well, in high school at the time. I mean, the thing is, even he had said, he goes, my work is not necessarily for kids. It's for anybody that's that can feel like a kid. It, yeah. it wasn't like, he, it just happens to work that way. But, and also like um, his fame, I'm sorry, it's not his fame, I'm sorry. Pee Wee did not come from the TV series. He actually had worked on that in an act with, I forget the yes, act that he correct. was with before then, yeah. but they used to do it live. Yes. And then that just eventually got, it, then it became an HBO special. Yes, that's Then it became it. a TV series. Right. You know? But the movie came out before the TV show. No, 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 no. no but he's saying the act, the, 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 the HBO yeah, the special movie, was yeah. out first, then the movie than the TV show. Right, sure. But, but people who watched him on HBO were well ahead of the curve. So when you watch this kid TV show, you're like, is this going to be... <laughs> yeah, and, where's and, this going to go? And then and a lot of the same characters, like Randy the Pterodactyl and Cherry and, 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 and the map and all those things, which had like a little wink-wink, nudge-nudge jokes, yeah. but it wasn't overt. Right. And then just the, the, the kid show was just a kid show. Yeah. So back to what I was saying. Wow. The first thing I uh, remember watching was the movie and... Even to this day, like that movie holds up. Like it, it's it has such good rewatchability. The jokes in it are just phenomenal, you know. Mm-hmm. And just I remember that one scene where um, he's he has all his friends in the room and he's showing them like evidence of like <laughs> here's a picture of me with my bike. Here's a picture right. of me. Do you see something? You see the difference? My bike is in there. This represents where the position of the sun as yeah. we move this yes. night. Like, what the? <laughs> like it just gets crazier and crazier. And then um, I heard a thing about because there's a there's a character that they mention that he goes, um, uh, "Amazing Larry." That he is like this Mohawk looking guy that looks interesting, um, and he like he mentions him, but then they never ever again mention Amazing Larry in the whole movie and it's like it's become this like sort of cult thing where people are like bring back amazing larry oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) he he definitely will be missed and and i and for those who have never seen peewee's big adventure please check it out it's it's a really uh, it's it's a fun movie i mean you like mike said you don't necessarily have to be a kid to to watch it and it's a tim burton movie yeah it's tim burton you can't beat it it's got a lot of heart and when you go to rent it if anybody asks why just tell them large mars (laughs) 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 i love that Alrighty. 
Alrighty, last but not least, uh-huh. we can move on from death and move on to something more festive, like a wedding. Uh, Marvel Comics, The Invincible Iron Man number 10 and X-Men number 26 have Fall of X tie-ins and a wedding. Ooh. Billionaire tech whiz Tony Stark will marry skanky homewrecker Emma Frost. What? Proving love can rise from tragedy after Emma barely survives the murderous assault on the Hellfire Gala. Tony gives her his Iron Man suit to fly to safety while he faces near death in the clutches of a kill squad. Uh, is it a match made in heaven or a ploy made in marketing? And will Cyclops be left to pound himself with his optic blast? Or will Gene get it, Gray get a 2 a.m. telepathic booty call? For answers to these and other questions, pick up your copies of X-Men number 26 on September 6th and Invincible Iron Man on September 27th. I have been trying to get back into reading, and I know that there's a big... That's not doing it. Uh, hey, well, I didn't realize that there was an Emma Frost, Tony Stark storyline. There never should be, and I don't. I don't. I haven't read it, so I don't know. But the fall of X is sounding good. I mean, they, just because it's just starting off so vicious. I mean, you know, they're going to undo whatever. I am mad because at the gala, they, I think in one of the first attacks, I heard that uh, they, they were making a new X Men team and they were welcoming people to the team, stuff like that, and they were all killed, including whom? Dazzler. Dazzler. Oh, that's right. I, I, I saw the new so Dazzler design. I was angry. Oh, please. She'll be back in like two, three oh, years. Oh, yeah, she better be back. But also, I mean, like, after that, and which is so funny because she's shown in the wedding picture with Tony Stark as one of the guests. It's like, well, Jean Grey was stabbed and killed, but she's in the photo with the wedding, so I'm assuming she's alive and well. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well who knows? Well, remember the whole thing, for, for those who don't know, in current Marvel continuity, the X-Men have a thing where um, they can revive any mutant using the... Island Krakoa, which is... It's not just the island. It's actually it's a combination gold, of other mutants. Yeah, it's like five, the five. Yeah, it's, yeah, like the gold, five. it's like Gold Balls, um, Jean Grey. It finally had its purpose. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, they, but between those mutants and Krakoa, they can revive or bring back to life all um, mutants with memories all the way up to their death. Including people that we did not know were mutants, such as... Oh, Kamala Khan. Correct. Who is now a mutant. Right. So that's all your quick news? That is all my quick news. All right. So can you please repeat the the, the clue you gave us about black people that don't die in horror films? The horror films and thrillers where black people live till the end? You keep keep correcting me, but okay, sure. All righty. Here we go. I know everyone's got this answer just on the tip of their tongue. Here we go. Reese Wilson is an on-campus police, uh, sorry, on-campus university police officer on her first time tracking down a vengeful serial killer using modern folklore. It sounds like I should know this because I'm like a security guard tracking down a serial killer. And it's old enough that you've seen it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I pretty much think I know, but I, I can't, I can't, I don't. Mr. The Tech? It's the one that you're thinking of. It is not because I'm not thinking of anything right now. Uh, then I, I pass. Think. Okay. Of course, the answer is Urban Legend. Oh, fucking no. And the actress oh. was Loretta Devine. Never oh. seen it. Don't know who that is. It's a good movie. It's fun. It's just silly murder scream-like movie, basically. I, I barely remember, but I do remember it. Oh, my gosh. Hmm? What, what year? year? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> How dare you, Mike? His research goes up to, are they black? Yes. Did they survive? Yes. Was it horror? Yes. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Nothing more needed to be known. <laughs> and now Ralph goes right into his Google machine like he didn't do before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know how he's. I don't trust that guy. I didn't cheat. What are you doing? This about? time. He's a horrible cheater. He said he didn't even know the answer. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about um, a, a series that might be just as scary and a black person survives also. Let's talk about. <laughs> 98. See 98. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Let's talk about the 
Disney Plus Marvel series Secret Invasion. How about like Secret Wars? Nope. <laughs> With a synopsis. Is a guy who I'm very curious how he felt about this. Mike, also known as MFG, please take it away. All righty, here we go. Secret Invasion is a live action streaming series from Disney Plus. The show is the. How many TV series have been based in the MCU? In the MCU? Um, I'm going to say 13. Four, mm-hmm. irrational number, yeah. square root it, times it by answer. a million. No, that's not the answer. Answer is not the answer. Oh, what's the answer? 42. The answer is nine. It is the, oh. the show is the ninth TV series in the MCU. And just as a refresher, that would be uh, WandaVision. Okay. Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yes. Loki. Right. What if? Uh-huh. Hawkeye. Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight. Ms. Marvel. Right. And... Uh, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She-Hulk. Yes, right. Those are the eight. <laughs> All righty. So anyhow, these people know nothing. She-Flop. Sorry, go ahead. Wow, I enjoyed it. All righty. Um, the premise of the series is based on the Marvel Comics event of 2008. I was barely a, alive at that point. Lucy. From a story by Brian Michael Bendis and illustrated by... Come on. Lin Yu. Yu. Linnell Francis used, oh. in which S.H.I.E.L.D. discovers a long-term invasion by the Skulls, who have replaced many of the superheroes with imposters for years. The TV series was created by Kyle Bradstreet and directed by Ali Salim. Uh, Secret Invasion has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 55% with an audience of 52%. Wow. Yeah, audience was not happy either. And an IMDb weighted average of 69 out of 100. Hmm. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> Shout out to him, Tom. <laughs> All right, let me have a little synopsis. Here we go. Earth is under attack. Okay, again. <laughs> uh, but this time, the shape-shifting enemy could be you or your loved ones or even... Your podcasters. What? <laughs> Nick Fury returns after years on the space station Saber, which is written as an acronym, but so far stands for nothing. Literally, they have given no clue to what Saber stands for. Uh, uh, they're fa- he's faced with a world of Schrodinger's scrolls. Fury enlists the help of, no, not the Avengers, rather regular human spies and some friendly scrolls. Fury is old and the series won't let us forget it. But armed with Maria Hill, Talos, and a charmingly smug, high-ranking M- 16, I'm sorry, MI6 agent, the old dog proves he can still bite. Bad boy Gravis has gathered an army of unhappy scrolls and, with the use of a heretofore unknown mind transfer device, has insinuated his minions in high positions of international governments. The scrolls plan to instigate a nuclear war between the U.S. and Soviet Union, leaving an irradiated Earth that the radiation-immune mimics can remake as their new homeworld. Can Fury stop the menace without adding undue complication to the MCU's questionable storylines? Will there ever be an explanation for Fury keeping a copy of all the heroes and villains' DNA? Or is Samuel L. Jackson just too old for this shit? Uh. (laughs) All right, starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos, Kingsley Ben-Adir as Gravik, Emilia Clarke as Gaia, uh, Olivia Colman, I love her so much, as Sonya Fallsworth, Don Cheadle as Rava and as James Rhodey Rhodes. Uh, Charlene Woodard as Vara, a.k.a. Priscilla Davis, a.k.a. Nick Fury's wife. Uh, Samuel um, Adewunmi as Beto. Killian Scott as Pagan. Kobe Smolders as Maria Hill. Oops, she's gone. Uh, Martin Freeman as Everett K. Scott. Oops, he's gone, but he's back. And Dolbert Marooney as President Ritson. 
All right, let's start talking about it. Secret Invasion. But before we even get into the dirty dirties, let's press that spoiler button we pay so much money for. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Ah, thank you. And that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stitch Productions. Sorry. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Stush. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. It's a Subway sandwich shop. Oh, my God. It just changed into a stush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So let's talk about it. Secret Invasion. Um, kind of what Mike said in the synopsis. It's probably one of the more um, recognizable miniseries in modern comic times. So I think that there was already some pressure or some um, kind of expect, high expectations for this series. Now, um, as we know, MCU does not always fo- they'll use the name but they won't follow beat by, page by page beat by beat shoot they won't even follow the the, the, the theme mm-hmm. but let me ask you as a first question even though this secret invasion was not a lot like the comic series did it hit the mark I mean the only thing that made it similar to that secret invasion was that it had squirrels yeah, which is part of, which is very necessary in that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, they they tried the 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 you know the 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 blind the double blinds and stuff like that. Um, I found it enjoyable. If, if for some odd reason it's it's rating really low, um, I think people wanted more bang bang boom. Which you know, if they brought in actual you know superheroes, they would have probably gotten some of that, uh, but they didn't. Uh, and I personally don't miss that. I just think that that's what people wanted. Because a lot of people claim that it's, it's a slow-moving story, and it's not super fast, but I don't find it slow. Um, I, we'll get to it in a second. I, I, I can understand why people were not happy with it. Now, I'll say this. I, I already knew going in that it wasn't going to be what the comic book series was. I knew that already. But I think the way there's a lot of things that are wrong with the series. I mean, and it, it just adds up to it's, it wasn't as enjoyable as I wanted it to be. Um, you talked about slow pacing. I think it varies in pace. I think there's some episodes that are paced. And for a short series, you need to move it along. Yeah. It should, there should be things that move along. <laughs> the story's got to move. Um, let's open up with the first. I mean, I thought they started up decent with doing the whole, hey, it's, it's so-and-so from, from, from Black Panther, the, the, shield, the former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Everett Ross. I think Everett Ross. Oh, he died. He, and he turned into a scroll. That's, that's what we're going to be dealing with, but you didn't get a lot of that, and I think that was a very big problem. You, you know, you didn't have enough of that back and forth, you know, like, who, who can you trust? Plus, there wasn't enough dropping of seedlings along the way. They just kind of dropped the story on us. Yeah. You know, I mean, think, think about the way the Avengers cartoon series handled it. They were doing it for episodes that, mm-hmm. oh, this person um, was acting weird. Oh, is that person a scroll? They were, like, like, like lining it up. There was no personal investment. I didn't feel like I was scared of what the squirrels could do. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think what they should have done is, um, yeah, because it feels like they're, they're kind of losing and, and, and playing fast and loose with their like uh, interconnectivity mm-hmm. any longer. What they should have done was, again, it doesn't have to be anything important, but they should have introduced in all their other TV series, all the other eight, introduced characters of position. Like, oh, you know, and just briefly, like, you know, like going over there, you know, like, oh, Congressman so-and-so, blah, 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 you know, uh, Senator so-and-so, what's your view on this? Or, you know, oh, the big business titan tycoon of blah, 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 blah. Like, just you see them enough. And again, just give them a few lines or, and maybe put them in a couple of times in all of these things. 
and then start seeing them shift. And especially if they're dealing with our hero character or they're dealing with the friend of a hero character mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, or someone that's able to influence the newspaper, you know, um, uh, imagine... I mean, no, it'd be, it'd be way too involved. Could you imagine if J. Jonah Jameson was a scroll? Oh. I mean, just, just something like that. I mean, just something where you're like, oh, my God. You know, like, and so I agree with you. Like, it, you didn't have investment because there was no preset. There was no setup. Right. Like, like with, um, even though, like, no one lost their shit, when the, but when uh, Winter Soldier came out and we finally found out that the whole scroll, I mean, the uh, Hydra plan was that they had people in S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. and other parts of the government that were Hydra agents. When that happened, you were like, holy shit. That right. was Secret Invasion, except they just weren't shapeshifters. Right. You know? How do you feel, Ralph? How do you feel about that idea that, you know, that, that it was a missed moment, the fact that they didn't plant in the ideas of the squirrel sooner? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I agree 100%. They really dropped the ball on that front. Mm-hmm. And also, they, they misused um, a lot of the characters, especially Rhodey. Like, they, 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 the way we find out that Rhodey's a scroll. What? I haven't finished it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was through a phone call. Like, that That was horrible. You know? Are you saying that before or after you watched Screen Crush? Shout out to Screen Crush. Before that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> like, they, they really, like, um, misused that. They, yeah. They, they should have um, had him being, like, the character that kept us guessing the whole time, you know? And, and like, from the moment, also, like, even before that, because he was acting like a, a total asshole. Like, mm-hmm. It's like they told Don Cheeto's like, hey, um, just just go like uh, pretend you hate Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And then just just let that all fly. You know, like it was it was just like full on. You could tell right away. It's like, oh, OK, yeah, he's pl- he's playing a bad character. He's playing an evil character. We know that one's a right. already. And, and being that they've never met before, like yeah. they've never been on screen to have a one on one conversation before. There was no, there, there was no ability to tell like, you know, but also no reason why he'd be so sassy with him. Right. Yeah. Like you're like, wow. Right. They should have just. I think their direction was uh, to to uh, to Cheetah was just like, act like you're Terrence Howard and you just lost your role. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to the actor that's now playing a scroll. <laughs> it wasn't us who gave it away. It was a, it was a scroll that took How it snippy would you be? Oh my god. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> But I do, I do agree with that definitely. I mean, they, they, um, that that reveal of of Don Cheadle could have been done better. Yes, and yeah. they, they could have done so many different ways. And then even when they revealed it, because the phone call was the end of one episode. Then the next episode, when they showed Don Cheadle again, it's in the mirror taking yeah. a shower, and you see that it's a female scroll. I'm like, really? Yeah. There's a lot of things with this series that I'm not. I, I agree with Mike where it wasn't trash. It was eh. One of the best things was um, Samuel Jackson's performance. I'll disagree with you there. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I enjoyed I, the performance. It's especially, so the, the, um, the scene in the, um, the train car was him and Talos, and we're learning some history about Samuel Jack, oh, not Samuel, uh, Nick Fury <laughs> growing up in the South and how um, it was still during segregation times and, and he had a ride in the, in the colored car. Mm-hmm. Um, and hearing that story, like he, that performance was really well done. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's just there. He's, he's doing his thing. Right. right. Um, and then the other one, where was the other one? Him and his wife? Yes. Yeah. When those, they're sitting at the table? Oh, my God. Those scenes are just yeah. incredible. Well, also, the scene that wasn't him was also incredible. It was, <laughs> was uh, at the, uh, the facility at the oh, end. Oh, yes. That was a really good speech he gave to Gravis, which makes no sense that Gravik. 
I oh, grab, sorry, grab it. And it makes no sense though that uh, that guy that, that guy would make would, that would make that particular speech. But it was a good speech, you know. You think that they were like uh, rehearsing it beforehand? He's like, all right, guy. So if he says this, you're gonna say this. But if he says this, you're gonna say this. He, they had a whole decision tree of what to say. All that <laughs> makes me think of you saying rehearsing is that. Uh, has anyone watched um, They Clone Tyrone? Not I haven't yet. seen it okay. yet. Funny as hell, first of all. It's really oh, good. It's, okay. it's, it's pretty good. The only problem is, is that the dialogue is questionable. And I don't mean because, of course, it's just questionable. It's, it's kind of stereotype. And when you realize that the, the 90% writer of that is a white man. Oh. And you're like. Ooh, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, but it's approved by all the other actors that are in that are black. But it's just. It, anyhow. But besides that, there's this one scene where. Uh, we're not giving too much away. Uh, I'm not going to give away the scene. But one of the people have to pretend they don't realize something's about to happen. And so, like, uh, this, these two black guys are in the car, and the, and, the, and the leader of the gang, he's rehearsing this speech over and over and over. And, and his buddy's like, oh, do it one more time. So he does it again. And he's like, no, oh, that was really good. He goes, I get it. He goes, that was really good, man. You were like Denzel Washington. He was like, oh, thanks. But training day Denzel Washington or, or Book of Eli? And Bam's like, Book of Eli. And there's this pause. He goes, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to use that as my point for um, Samuel L. Jackson. I think Samuel L. Jackson is a great actor. So I'm not saying anything about him. I just felt like for all this time we've had Nick Fury, it's always been, you know, a very kind of serious guy with a sprinkle of Sam Jackson. It felt like Sam Jackson in regards to, you know, his influence on the character that he freaking bursted up and, and, and shot his load all over this Nick Fury character. Because he's like, you know, I was waiting for him to say, I want to get the motherfucking squirrels out of this motherfucking house. That's what it felt like. And I'm like, you're giving me, it, it was so much. Because I understand that they're, they're opening up us, for us to see a moment of Nick Fury's life and that it's more personal. But it felt too much like Sam Jackson, not like Nick Fury. Right, well, first of all, I think you're forgetting all of the appearances of Nick Fury in all of the Marvel, that's yeah. exactly what he sounds like every, every he, time. He doesn't sound any different than Samuel Jackson. Because, again, I love Samuel Jackson, but he only has one type of acting. And, and it's Samuel Jackson. That's, that's who he is. I mean, think about any sassy comment he's made in every Marvel appearance. It's, it's always him. Um, but what I liked about this is that, and I think it pissed off a lot of people because I was reading some other comments and people were just like, well, you know, they destroyed him. Da, da, da. I'm like... It's the whole point is it's I mean, it's it's about secret invasion, but it is a Nick Fury vehicle, vehicle and yeah. he changed. I mean, all, and I'm not saying that this is your thought, but like a lot of people, they just wanted the same two dimensional Nick Fury. Yeah. I come in, I kick ass and I'm just unstoppable because because why? I'm Batman. Oh, I mean, sorry, Nick Fury. And that we didn't get that this time. I mean, he was still effective. Think about it. He never did anything non-effective, but. I mean, and they made up, and they even brought the point up. Early, first, first episode, after the blip, he came back. He wasn't the same but because see, that. I mean, think about it. He, we don't. First of all, remember, we don't know what happened in the blip. As, I don't mean Earth. I'm talking about we don't I know what they experienced right, no, no, in the I get blip. It. No, 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 I get that. He came back a changed man because he was dead. Right. <laughs> you know, wherever that means he went or whatever. He, you know, life is different. I mean, think about how people viewed change after 9-11. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they went on and started learning other languages or, or doing things they love because life is short. Um, I think he also, the weight of all the bad and good, but, but what he, the bad he had to do for the good, I think that finally caught up to him. You know? That's a nice thought, and I think that's really good to go with. I guess I, always, I just feel like, number one, they never, 
they never well, when it came to all of that change, they always said it. They didn't show it. Right. This 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 this. First off, if you make and it's funny because we're always talking about making it shorter. If you make the series two episodes longer, you can go a little bit deeper into some things, including how was it like during the blip? Because all they do is telling us, you know, you've been different. You know, you were depressed during the blip. Right. And, and it's like, okay, so you, there's there's a lot of you telling us, which but didn't I feel think as some effective. of that is that I, they don't want to probably get into religion. Yeah, because that's what you're going to get into. Because there's not a I mean, not saying that there isn't a holding ground because of that's your religion, but they're saying it's not like this blip was so fast that like, oh, no one really died. It's like, no, they were gone for five years. So where, wherever you go or don't go when you die, that's where they were, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and then they just miraculously came back, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that's why they don't want to talk about it too much because I think it's, because then it's like, well, are you just going to give me the Christian version of of heaven, or are you going to say, or are you going to piss off the Christians and say there's nothing? Or oh, oh, no, you know, no, like, oh, no, no, I was, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I think that's yeah. why they avoid I, talking about it so much. I, 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 I'm not saying talk about like what happened. I'm saying like the aftermath. When right. you come back from the blip, you need to tell us. You need to show us if he was having a hard time. What was Nick Fury doing that was so different after the blip than when before the blip? Like for example, we saw it in Spider-Man. Um, far, from far from home. home. Yes, it was. It wasn't homecoming. It was far from home, where they got blipped. They came back, and you know, was it that? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we, we saw some, some some of the after effects of that, and how it affected some of the characters and how they were acting. Mm-hmm. You, they didn't show that with Nick, and I agree with you. Well, that was Nick this, is a, this was our show of it though. We were yeah, finally but, able well, to see what Nick. I should say well, we, don't, we don't know what it started with because again, even that's been remember it's been years even since the blip, yeah. right? But we, you know we are seeing, but this is the same time that everyone on Earth is seeing Nick again for the first time. You know? Well, because what I think what Cav is, is saying is that um, in the whole series they just say that you know um, after the blip he disappeared, right? You know, well he, he just went he, he went straight right. away to the stuff, but they never actually like show us like his inside of okay. You know, I'm feeling this kind of way. Him having conversations, him struggling, him yeah. being in situations where we see a difference. They yeah. didn't it, uh, leading up to the point where he leaves to space. Right. Like I, that that would have been. Well, I think what they, I mean for, from our point of view again, this is the way I took it was that he was. I think the Nick Fury that we saw in all the all the films is the Nick Fury everyone knew. I don't think. I mean, maybe Talos uh, because or Talos because they were friends since the 95 I guess or, right. right or was that 80 was it when was it that Not 90s, 90s cuz we had the 90s video Captain Marvel Captain Marvel was 95 okay yeah. I couldn't remember I think Cause, it's cause because because they they've been when he recruits them it was right. 97 right um so I think you know he, maybe he's been more honest with Talos all that time but I think the whole world only knew Nick Fury and that's the whole point is that everyone's just like he's that's why they're like he's broken he's he is not the only Nick Fury that they ever knew, which is the same Nick Fury we knew, which is a two-dimensional man, or one-dimensional, I'm sorry, a one-dimensional man at that point. And I think that's what we were getting. Again, that's the way I took it. So that oh, for me, that's why I enjoyed what I saw of this, because it's just like, he, he can't do the pretense anymore. He's just like, doesn't mean he's going to be ineffective as a leader. He's just like, I can't be that guy, right? At least not right now. <laughs> you know. and, and mind you, there, like I said, there are parts of the show that are really good. There are there are characters that are really good. There are moments that are really good. I just feel like I mean, Gaia is not one of any of those. But go ahead, <laughs> please. The, the graphics on Gaia wasn't wasn't there either when she became a super scroll. We're we had them on the forehead, but with her baby arm. But <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But I mean, the, like for example, some of the great stuff. Talos, I love Talos. Oh, come on, Ben Mendelsohn was fantastic. Let me ask you: Do you think Talos was underutilized or mis or misutilized? He wasn't underutilized. I thought he had a great role. I just I just didn't want him to freaking get off. Well, like, I think it was it was kind of like you know it's it's in, I mean 
not that he was gay, but it's like the, when that, that expression of killing your gaze, it's like they just grab this character, get, you know, yet you've gotten so invested in it, they're like, and he's dead. I'm like, he was kind of the part. Like, like I love watching bad movies. Like, I watch a lot of bad horror movies on my own because nobody watches them with me. Sad. <laughs> um, but like, I'll be, and especially the bad ones. And I'm not talking about like the ones that are making the news. I'm talking about I watch bad, bad horror movies from like grade Z level, that straight to video type thing. And I'm just like, they'll kill off some character. And I'm like, and it won't even be anyone major, but I'm like, it was the only character I liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it wasn't that case. I mean, I like other characters in this, movie, in this TV series, but he was just a good character. And I think they could have taken him out of the picture without mm-hmm. killing him. Exactly. They, they could have been like, okay, you're just down for the rest of the series. They didn't have to kill him because I would like to see him come back. I, I'll say this. Oh, Ralph, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. They killed him. I was mad. They killed Maria Hill for this episode. I'm like, what the hell? Because my thing is, you could have used her as a way of, is she a scroll? Could you trust her? Once again, they freaking screwed the pooch. They could have totally used Talos. Or, you know, Talos obviously was already a scroll, Or like Lady Jess says, a scroll. Tell you a story about that later. <laughs> but um, they could have used Talos as a way of, well, maybe he's, maybe he's playing both sides. Maybe he's evil. Nope. Killed him off. Um, Maria Hill, maybe she's working by Nick Fury's side and helping him build it. No, nope. kill her off. It was, a gut, it was a gut shot. And I mean, not that a they little, can't a be little serious. Gut shot. You know, yeah, it was, it was a gut shot. No, I meant like it was a gut shot that killed her. Um, is what I'm talking about particularly is that. And I mean, you know, obviously you can die from that. I mean, but at the same time, a lot of the shows they don't. I really thought that in the last episode when he was gathering things, I was like waiting for her to pop up, like not a scroll, but her to yes. be like, this was she's been doing shit because because even they think she's dead, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I was like waiting. I was like, oh, that didn't happen. I mean, and part of me is happy because it's like well, heroes need to die and. These are real actors. They, you know, they can't play forever. Just like Nick Fury. Like, what are they going to do? I mean, Samuel Jackson is 74. Mm-hmm. And his discussion, that was the other thing, too, where I'm like, okay, you're talking about the Deep South. I'm like, you're playing about your age, which is, yeah. um, so I'm like, I'm like, they don't make you retire at 74, Harrison Ford? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, at what point are they going to be like, uh, Nick, I mean, we like you, but... Uh, yeah, maybe sideline is can you can you Batman Beyond this? Oh, you don't know what that is? It's from another franchise. And uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford is eighty something, right? And he's going to be the president. I mean, sorry, he's going to be uh, Ross, yeah. Who, yeah, who, who they're rumoring to be president. Yeah. Um, well, he's not president now. Ritson is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, we're going to get to Ritson in a second. What were we going to say, Ralph? So what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted by you two mofos is Aww. that. Uh, um, well, he's stunned. Anyhow, <laughs> I, I was really disappointed that they killed off Talos. But it was it, it was kind of foreshadowed because when uh, Gravik becomes the general for the scrolls, mm-hmm. I, you already see that he's going to end up killing Talos because it's like, it's, you know, the, the young have to take yeah. over oh, for yeah, the no, no. You know it's old. coming, but it didn't. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I would have loved to have seen where if it was like, um, that even even with like Gravik, uh, attacking him right mm-hmm. thinking that he's dead and but it's no it's like he he had some glimmer of hope or something and he's and he survives and he's like in a coma and like like the cap says that they just keep him out for a while and that was me oh sorry i i, I just agreed with him i just agreed with him you guys look alike to me it's, uh, that's it's funny terrible. in itself go ahead um, and insulting yeah. <laughs> i know right it's, it's, it's ugly and uglier i, I know <laughs> wow um, make your point already <laughs> so it would have been great just to like him yeah just coming back at a later point or like at the very end where the, when the elevator comes down to pick up uh, Nick 
Like you see Tyler stairs, like, hey, are, are you coming or not? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah, it's just something that way. Also, like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It just, it, it felt like it was just, it, it, they felt like, well, we need to up the stakes kind of a feeling. It's just like, well, you need to up this. And also, what I also want to curious is that, well, okay, no one knew about the scrolls as far as the larger public. And I'm talking about even just the military. They didn't know about these things. Yeah. Um, so, you know, now, I, by the way, I did love the scene. It's just all in the eyes. I thought Samuel Jackson did a great job of him. I want to get my friend. I've got to deal with this mission. Mm-hmm. So he left him. Yeah. Now, um, was it an episode? Yeah, only probably one episode later, he's talking to Gaia. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get the body and you can do the funeral. I'm like, from where? They're right. not just going to have that body sitting in like the public morgue at like, like, like down the street with, with no guard. I'm like, they're, they're going to be investigating this alien that they have never in their life seen before. But somehow it was... Not even a thought. It was just, oh, yeah, I just go. Like, she went in and was like, that's my dad. Okay, here you go, miss. <laughs> right, so we don't even see that. We just see that there's a van, and he already yeah. has the body in yeah, there. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, though, it was just like, you know, how did you get this body? Because he's Nick Fury. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but he's also depowered yeah. Nick Fury where, 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 where he's fired. Yeah, he's public it. enemy number one at right, that point. So I'm not, like, if this is Nick Fury, Avengers Nick Fury? I see it. Yeah, but and that's what I'm Nick saying. Fury. It was just one of those, like... All right, you, you, you went a little far with that. Yeah. No, no, but one of the bigger plot holes that they don't even cover, right? So all the people that attacked the president, mm-hmm. right, were scrolls in disguise as Russian soldiers. Say it right, scrolls. <laughs> scrolls disguised as Russian soldiers, right? When scrolls die, they revert back to right. their original forms, right? Or severely injured. Or, yeah, 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 right, right. right. Um, so you have all these dead scroll bodies there. Scrolls that are covered to look like Russian soldiers. And they're still claiming that, you know, it was Russian that attacked Oh, yeah, no, that made that no sense them. Yeah. I'm like, but you could just... Clearly, the, the, the people who attacked the president aren't going to stay there. They're going to go away. Right. They're going to leave all those bodies there because they're not going to pick them up. So, like... But they're also not going to leave those bodies, period. They're going to wait for other people that are going to pick up those bodies because they're going to be like, hey, we got a lot of aliens down here. Somebody needs to yeah. come and we're not going to just leave them in the road. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what kind of plan would that be? Did they not expect to have any casualties during that? Like, No, they're really good shots. Yeah. Have you not watched any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Apparently not. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, so that, that was a little bit confusing for me. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Speaking of of, of, of the fight, because you're talking about you know like when they fought on the um, when when they got when they attacked Ritson um, on the on the highway, um, how do we feel about Gravik as not only as a villain but also his plan? How do we feel about Gravik? Because you know now you have this rebellion. Because first off, and and, and I've heard it from the, a couple different sources, and I agree. Marvel had to do a lot of heavy lifting in this because Marvel had to set up okay. Because remember when we last saw the scrolls, they were good. They're good guys. They were right, but if, you know. If, so now you say, okay, okay. So now they're you know they're looking for a home. They haven't found a home, so they're angry. So now you got to set all that up. Then right. you got to set up, you know. Okay, well, you have somebody who worked with Fury, who's now leading the rebellion. Now you're setting that up. So now you're doing all this setup. And you're trying to rush it to set this graphic right. thing. Is gra- do you think graphics was a good villain? And how did you feel about his plan? Well, first of all, if you remember going back to our uh, Captain Marvel podcast. We were talking about like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, scrolls are supposed to be bad guys, you know, bioscue invasion. And I even said then, I said, my best guess is it's going to be years later and some of the younger people are going to be like, we don't have a home. We're angry. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly I, right. I, I remember you saying yeah, I remember, yeah, that. Yeah. exactly what this So for me, that's it Mike's just, way of saying, I told you so. Well, there's that. And also <laughs> to me, it, it was just, oh, well, this is exactly where I knew this was going to go. So it made it easier for me. But 
I think even from an audience point of view, I mean, you know, we can jump in. We're not, we don't have to be handheld every single right. scene. True. Um, we, we can kind of figure that out along the line. I thought his motivation was really good. Um, I, you know, he had the, the anger and he's young enough that he's got that, that youthful angry where you're, you're not thinking everything through. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, Talos was just like, no, dude, relax. We can, we'll figure this out, you know. Um, and I thought his plan was good. It's just, because I mean, it's just, the, it's the secret invasion plan. It's just that, and I guess maybe in, um, oh, what's it going to be called? Uh, uh, the War Machine, yeah. or Armor Wars, Armor I guess Wars, we'll yeah. find out how long Rudy's been gone, I guess. Rudy. But, uh, Rudy, sorry. will be gone. Um, but, because the question is, well, how long have you been doing this? Because obviously some people, it's just been a matter of no time, but they were like, oh, you've been gone for a long time, which I don't know how they know that exactly. They're, but, already, you know. they're already making hints that it's probably after... Um, um, Civil War. After Civil War, because they're saying when he came out of... Because if you look at... And I watched it again, and I was like, they make a, a slight point. Look at everybody coming out of the pods when they rescue all the humans from... They're in... They're, they're all in, like, like whatever they were wearing before, you know, when they got captured. Rhodey's in a co- hospital gown. Mm-hmm. The last time we saw Rhodey in a hospital gown was Civil War when he got shot down. Right. And and he needed help to get out. Yeah, but that would just be from anybody that had bed rest all the time. But everybody else... Everybody else walked out. Walked out. Right, but I'm saying, but remember, they weren't that long. You don't know that. But I mean, again, that's what, that's what but they said. You've been gone a long time. They didn't say anyone else. So we have to kind of make the assumption from sentences. We, but, we have no other choice at that point. But I'm just saying, and it could be, could not be. I mean, it just could be, we'll find out. But I, my whole point, though, is if it's been that long, then they should have really have set this way farther in motion. And, and if that's the case, and it's not saying that they haven't. Right. I think that the ending of the show should have shown we still have a scroll problem. Like, again, it doesn't have to be anything major. I mean, I guess it still is major, but like, and we're going to get to Ritson because that, that was something else. Um, <laughs> but like, like, you know, like they should have like, maybe after he makes his speech, he's done. And uh, it doesn't have to be right then. Like, let, that, let the gravity of that fall go, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then maybe have an after scene uh, or just a scene later on of him like talking to his people and being like, you know, sir, that was a great speech. Da, 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 da. You know, thank you. You know, that's why I took you as my running mate. So we, we now know that's the vice president see him walk away or her walk away turn into a scroll yes you know that that, that, that's that's letting us know oh this is not even remotely over the show made you feel like oh we've done we got them all somehow even though they're spread across the world we somehow got them all <laughs> you know they don't say that they just leave you with that impression i i, I don't think they, <laughs> you know? I, I think they, they feel like the conflict itself no calm down but there are things that that make you think that it's still ongoing because of the violence with with everybody after right you know i, I will get oh, yeah and we do yeah we do see that there's obviously still people that were scrolls but it just i just think that it would have been great to, to not just see it in that that thing but also to see like where people haven't been found out yeah you know here's one of the things that like was always on my mind from the moment that i heard it right so talos tells nick there's a million scrolls um on earth right right and he's like a million scrolls, like as if, if that's covering the whole planet. Just for a point of reference, what's the population of Brooklyn? I, I don't care about Brooklyn, but I mean, legal shout, or illegal. Sh- <laughs> so, shout out to my friends in Brooklyn, but I don't care about your borough. So, last census, um, population of Brooklyn is two point three seven seven million. Mm-hmm. Right, that's Brooklyn. Manhattan, has, all of them scrolls. Yeah, <laughs> Manhattan has that explains the graffiti. One point six nine. Million uh, Manhattan, which is a 26 mile island, mm-hmm. right? So, you're telling me these people who are apparently resistant to radiation couldn't live fine in Chernobyl, which is a city? 
that they could have to themselves so they could just be like, oh, yeah, sure, here you go. Yeah, but who wants to be in Russia? <laughs> Shout out to the Russian listeners. Sorry about that, but it is true. But you agree. <laughs> but, but a million scrolls does not seem like a lot in a well, grand scheme. Well, it's a lot when you go, I mean, again, we know that many, and you hope the majority are going to be friendly, but from a spy and tactical point of view, you have to assume they're not. So even if you said 90%, so now you have 900,000, we're not just talking about scrolls. We have 900,000 people that could be impersonating every leader on the planet, or at least up to them. Yeah, and that's the danger. It's not so much that a million is a, I mean, it's still a large number, but it's, it's where that million is. Right. But that's, that's the thing. <laughs> that's know. what I'm saying. Like, all they want is a place of their own, right? Give them the land that we can't use. Yeah, wait, okay. It's very nice of the American offering someone else's land. <laughs> you know? there's, there's places in, uh, in it, the desert that have been irradiated for, because of the nuclear tests that we can't use. Yeah. Sure, they're part of Puerto Rico. There's an island in Puerto Rico. Yeah. That, 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 that yeah, but, but again, you we're giving that. up other people's land, and that's for them to say. No, in the know. U.S. Right, but that's still other people. The states have authority, remember? of themselves that's not for the federal government to just be like and now we're taking away let's put it this way you can't tell a state really a lot of things like for instance the age of marriage well, you really think they're going to tell them like oh by the way we're taking back about you know a hundred blah 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 million <laughs> square miles of your land you're forgetting <laughs> eminent domain that works for a state not a federal that's why i'm saying it's you, you, you can't the you, states are you, it's constitutional man don't, don't be don't be don't oh, be okay. <laughs> right, constitutional. all right all right let's, let's, all right, all right, law and order. Let's, let's, let's bring it back um i object <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 that's my couch arm i'm sorry <laughs> sorry yeah um i mean these are all excellent points but the bottom line is there's a lot of problems with with some of the logic for for some of the character um motivations for some of the plans Let's talk about Ritson. Let's let's bring it out there. Talk about Ritson now, because yeah, President Ritson, played by oh, what was the actor's <coughs> name? Dermot Mulvaney. Yeah, um, and he's been in other things. He's played you know other other authoritative figures. He's you know. he's, he's had great acting uh, positions. Um, how do jobs? We, I, uh, yeah. What, what do you call it? Roles. Roles. There you go. Roles. Yeah. He's had great acting roles. Yeah. This was not one of them. Wow. Why? Why? why Ralph? Why? Why? Why did you not? Why were you not a fan of Ritson? Was it the character? Was it the acting? It, uh, because it's different. It if you don't like way, his character, it was the way that they wrote the character. Oh, okay, it was, so it's it more of the character. Why? It's, it's like the the weakest president I've ever seen. Flippity floppity, kind of a guy that he gets saved by. I'm Nate. sorry, were you not aware of the presidency before Obama? They're flippity floppity, all of them. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the direct one before him. The oh, 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 oh. <laughs> GWB. Yeah. And not the George Washington Bridge? <laughs> I mean, but, like, he was um, indecisive. And, like, the simple fact that Rhodey goes, oh, he doesn't even know. Uh, the, the color of the sky yeah. without me telling him. Like, what kind of president is that? Did you not see the president prior to Obama? I don't watch <laughs> the news, man. Come on. I thought you were going to talk about the one after Obama. That's, that's something else. Uh, okay, we won't get into that. But okay, so Mike, how did you feel about Ritson? I mean, Ritson was fine. I mean, they—it's—it's it's typical of these movies. I mean, you know, either the, you either get one or the other president. You either get the president that's like, uh, you know, logical, bleeding hard, looking for the people, which is of course kind of what you want in the president or in, a, in anybody, um, or you get the one that's just like, oh, I'm too stupid to do anything. I got elected, and God knows if we could ever elect anyone like that. Um, <laughs> and he was the latter, obviously. Um, I thought he was fine. I just, it was just his speech at the end when he was just like, 
anybody yeah. not born of this earth is immediately considered a what is it in a an enemy of the state, an enemy, the, enemy combatant. Or yeah, something. enemy combatant. I thought something. that was amazing. And if you ever wanted to know what it sounded like to hear about a thousand magas ejaculate immediately <laughs> to hear that aliens were no longer allowed wow. on Earth without being killed, <laughs> that's that was that sound. Ooh, it was, Mike didn't it, want to talk about maga, but ended up talking about maga. <laughs> it was overshadowed by the sound of all the Asgardians tossing their beer steins on the ground and saying, oh, we're going to have to fuck someone up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, going to handle that. Because you just said we can't be here? What? Well, it's not their land. I mean. Well, no, he, he, he said all aliens. Right. I, I, yeah, I'm saying the Asgardians. I'm like, well, it's not your land. I mean, it was, it was given to them. Was it? Yeah. By Norway. Was it? It was. Uh, yeah, no. It, I, no no you, statement. You didn't see the treaty? <laughs> yeah, exactly my point. You got to read it. <laughs> exactly oh my, my point. God. Well, it's all in Asgardian, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there, there could be a lot of stuff with that coming up. I or mean, none at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Like the MCU loves it. <laughs> Ritson played an interesting character, I mean, in, in, the fa- in the fact of, you know, when you had the show down in the hospital, I was like, mm-hmm. like, um, when he's like doing, doing the whole who who you know who's real? Do I believe do I believe my Secretary of State or, or whatever um, Rody was, or do I believe Nick Fury? And I'm like, we're doing this showdown, really? I mean, the, the hospital thing was also kind of stupid. One, um, you mean all five people are in the fucking hospital when yeah, the president gets shot? Yeah, emptiest, all five people, emptiest hospital on the planet. Well, it's, the it's, president is there <laughs> before he shows up, right? You see those holes? They don't have a lot of empty as hell, dude. Because they got a really good health system. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Also, slimming down the butt. If if you're gonna move him, why the hell are you moving him on a bed? Get him off the bed, put him in a wheelchair, and move him around. Because he's that fragile. Like he'll die. That's ridiculous. Uh, Two. Why would you take the gun away from the person who's trained to protect you? Even Uh, though he only had one arm, still I get it. He's still trained. To protect yeah. you. But he's retrained to the other arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sounds like a, a lot of that problem. Also, what happened was that, like, and again, we're left to make this assumption because the people were being attacked by an invisible enemy. Yeah. And even though we, we saw nothing, but we have to now make this grand assumption because, because we didn't see the Harry Potter cloth yeah. is that he's just like, <laughs> when, when, uh, when Sonya's just like, oh, you're still using that old tech. And he's like, well, I don't have the one that, that covers the full body. But he didn't say particularly that that made you invisible per se. But I'm like, I guess we're supposed to assume that's what he's got. Well, no, because <laughs> you know? he's, he's taking them out from behind. So they don't show us. We don't see him. Um, until no, but, when, but some of those scenes, they just kind of went. They were like, oh, because like, they were getting shot from behind with, with the with the tranquilizers. I guess. That's where <laughs> we don't see from from we're seeing it from their backs. Right. And they're take, being taken out. Um, Poorly done. Yes. Poorly done. But also, like, um, granted, uh, Rava, what's the name of the, the squirrel? Who uh, impersonated Rhodey? Oh, the Rhodey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rava. Um, like, we don't know what her history is, but we would assume she has some sort of tactical training, right? Probably. Just because you get a call saying Nick is coming, why would you move <coughs> the president instead of defending the position? If it's right. one guy and you have a whole bunch of them, he can't take them all out at the same time. Yes, but if you keep moving him, he'll run out of breath. <laughs> He's an old one guy. So, like, stay there, defend the room, and send your agents out to prevent them from coming forward, right? Well, and then you would think. You would think they also would have chosen a room that was easily, that only had one point of entry, you know. Also, there should be more Secret Service agents in that hospital. 
Right? You would think you would have flooded. Exactly. Flooded. You would think, but then again, you know, that budget hasn't gotten passed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Are you talking about the president budget or the real uh, 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 Disney budget? You mean also because they had to do like a million reshoots as well? Yeah, that's what I heard about that. That they almost had to, um, to do like half the show over because they had so many reshoots. Why? Jonathan Majors wasn't in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's innocent, by the way. Did they finally have the trial? Not yet, but like no. the his lawyer provided a, a bunch of evidence. That's not innocent. That's just evidence. I'm, I'm I believe right. he's innocent too. I mean, I, I believe so too. But yeah, I mean, until he's right said to be innocent by court, he's right. So, so right now, he, he hopefully you know. Yeah. I mean, when you have and they pushed, I think the the thing back till September now. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that is quite a long time. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh shoot. When you have video evidence that shows that, he, you know, that he wasn't even there. When it you, you would just think that by this point, I mean, if, well, that's the other thing, too. If it's that conclusive, you would think that the judge already would have dismissed the case. The, no, the attorney would, the, the district attorney would just be like, all right, drop right. the or, case. Yeah, I say, yeah. Um, yeah, you would think something would have happened. So it makes you wonder how clear cut it is, but nonetheless. Yeah. You know. Now, let me ask you this. I mean, because part, you know, we, we, we were talking about this whole build to, um, to the finale, but you have a couple of great moments. Which was the better moment? Gaia slash Nick Fury with Gravik? You know, in the machine, or Nick Fury with his wife, with the two where they both have a gun in each other's face. That's a great scene. So that's another big plot hole. How do you know that he would have kept you in the machine? Well, he didn't keep him. He just stayed because it wouldn't affect him. Well, yeah. How do they know? Okay, but for those for those who either haven't watched it or need need, what do you mean? So when. So first of all, there is a large cylindrical scene for the most part. It's, I guess it's kind of round, right. open-ended. It's got open sides. It's just a big bunch of lights that flash a lot, blah, 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 blah. It's a machine that is transferring the DNA because we glossed over it. We, no, sorry. We didn't even bring up even the entire about, plot about, point yeah. of, of Gravis. Um, harvest. Yeah, which was the harvest, which is a one vial that seems to have the DNA of a ton of people. Oh, I have, it. I have the whole list here. Yeah. I have the whole list here. Of everybody that's in it, which Ooh. also makes no sense of some of the stuff that's in it. But anyhow, um, and therefore the, the scrolls also have made this, have had this device made for them, I should say, of uh, it can transfer the DNA into their DNA and give them a, the abilities of those people. Right. Um, and which they had been using like extremis a lot, da 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 da. Um, so Nick Fury is confronting uh, Graphic in this device, and um, he's coughing badly because the radiation is evidently. Uh, just eating at him at this point and Graphic is relishing in it because he feels like he has the upper hand and go. Ralph. So <laughs> how did they know that Gravik would, you know, keep Nick Gaia in that circle? Like they, they, they had but no again, way. He didn't keep him. Nick just didn't leave. Remember, he didn't stop because again, Gravik thinks it's Nick and therefore the, the machine's not going to do anything to him. So no harm, no foul. Uh, you, know. you, you could be there and watch while, while and, I get And also, um, Guy was at least smart enough to bring Nick down on his knees. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, like it's just too much trouble to move me. Just do your thing and kill me. You know, kind of a... You know. I, I guess. But it, was, it seemed like really weird. Like, what if Gravik would have been like, you know what, just fuck this shit. Kill you. Take the harvest. And then... Or like, take the harvest. Kill him. So you feel like it was convenient. Yeah. So you mean if, if Gravis had just tried to attack and kill... Nick Fury that was really Gaia that also has extremists, but Gravik doesn't know that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that, in other words, that's that fallback is, as well, you know. Uh, you know, so that, that character, you know, had some resiliency as well to deal with. But we still see that even though they have extremists, they could still die. 
They can, yeah. But I mean, you know, he, he doesn't, I mean, he thinks it's regular Nick. He's not going to go through some crazy thing. You I know. mean, he was pretty angry. He might have just ripped the heart out. Yeah. He could have just stabbed him. He probably would have <laughs> wanted to slow down. I'll, I'll say this. I, I'll agree with the fact that Gravik wanted to see Nick die. Yeah. So, and he wanted to relish in the fact that, ha ha, look, look, look what I did. So. Right. But I was about to say, and that's the whole thing, too. He wants, he's going to kill him after I have now achieved what I wanted, and you will now see that I have become what will destroy your people. Now I'm going to kill you, because that's what you would do in that case as a villain, you know. Uh, so what do we think about the Gravik versus Gaia fight? Once Gaia reveals herself, oh, uh, it's not Nick Fury, it's me, it's Gaia. And I've also been in this machine, and now I also have all of the powers that you now have of all of these aliens and humans and offshoots of humans and everything else that's in there. Right. Um, How do we feel about the moment where Gaia fights Gravik and they start flexing these powers on each other? They got the hang of those powers way too quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm like, okay, fine, it's DNA, but it's not an instruction booklet. Like, you didn't download the memories of the people and how to use their abilities. Right. <laughs> you know, so that, that but, that's, but again, think about it, that's comic book logic that happens in every comic book. Not excusing it, but I have the same question every time that happens in comic books. You know, um, that's a problem there. But I also just didn't like that, uh, it's like, they should have limited it. Because they, either they should have limited the amount and, I mean, sorry, or, or actually even and. They can say and because this, this should have been something that's contingent out. They can still bring it up later, but they should have brought it up right then and there and said that the only danger posed by this, and, you know, been like, like the scientists should have been like, Gravik, if you take all of the, the uh, DNA that we see in this, you'll, it'll eventually will kill you or it'll, it'll burn itself out in months or whatever. Right. Give us a timeline. Not because of gravity, because obviously he ends up getting killed, but Gaia, who is now the most powerful thing. <laughs> in the MCU? Century? What? You know, just, just the most powerful thing there is. I mean, so it's just like you need to give me a, a, a time frame of how long this power is going to last, because otherwise you've just, which you have so far, you've created this crazy character that you're not going to bring up until... Un it, it's now the ultimate deus ex machina. You know, it's just this this thing of, oh, just call her in. She's got every ability. Or, or just yeah. say that it's it's not the the full extent of the power. Like well, that it's, they'll it's definitely a third, say. a third of the power or something right. like that, or that, an eighth. Yeah, or, that, that they'll probably definitely allude to. One sixteenth. Especially if they were ever to bring, like, for instance, if... Captain Marvel. Right, if they ever brought Captain Marvel back, it would just be like, okay, you don't have her full range, you know. And they'll definitely do something like that, but they still should have been like, you know, like, leave it at our regular scroll. Like, even our super scroll's got four powers, that's it. You know, like just just leave it there. Uh, the other, or even say like, look, our our DNA can only handle and adapt to four. The others are, will will burn off in in hours. You know, just just give us something that tells us that she's not this Mary Sue now, or that they, they could only use X amount of powers at, at the same time. Right. Yeah. Something, but just but I don't even want that because it's just too much of the powers. It's just like no, you, you're going to make two, and it's a random four. Like you get whatever you're going to get. You know, writers think of which ones are going to be, operate the best without, you know, tilting things too much, and boom, done. <laughs> and, won't <laughs> you know? and won't cost the won't cost the FX budget a, a bunch of money. <laughs> and go. <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and you know, it's funny. We, we we've talked about all this stuff, you know, because um, there's a lot of things. Like, like for example, I think the espionage stuff did work, even though it was slow. I think the 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 who done it, who's a scroll, could have been better. I feel like the stuff with Gravik versus Guy was. Or even the Gaia and Talos thing where, you know, Gaia hasn't really spoke to Talos, you know, being that that's his daughter. But, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't really spoke to her. And then he dies and it's just like, oh, my dad died. Okay, go on to fighting. But did, did I not get confused? Like, and I'm sure maybe they were just referencing about the whole of life. 
But at one point, it was before he was going to die. It was the episode where you're like, oh, he's going to die. Because he's, you know, they're doing their, they're finally bonding again. So you know it's going to be over. And he's just like, I, I, I've, he said something along the line of, I regret or I'm sorry that I got you into this thing. And she was like, well, it's my decision. And I know part of that is that when she turned, but it almost, it almost felt like, I'm like, well, she, in, was she planted there? And I'm like, well, I don't think so. But then it was, it was the way he said it. it was, I forget the exact words, but I was like, did he send her there to be a plant? And then she maybe got caught up the wrong way? So or, you know. The way that I understand it was that she was already there. Right. She had rebelled against her father, I mm-hmm. guess, and saw that Gravik's message or what he was fighting for was something that she wanted. Right. And then when he when they meet up again, when he sees her and he tells her, Gravik killed your mother, that's when she's like now a double agent. She right. decides, right. okay, um, clearly this guy's a, a murderer. Even though he's been murdering people. Yeah. I see it now. You've opened my eyes. Oh, by the way, there's a bomb. Um, you should probably try to stop it. I'll mark the bags so you can stop the bombs. Right. Oh, double fake. The bags are empty. The bomb's already in place. Kabuli. Oh, wait, but I'm still a double agent. Let me help you out. Right. That's what it kind of felt like. Yeah, there's a lot of unclear moments with that. There was a lot of missed opportunities with with that character. I'll tell you one character that was spot on, and Mike mentioned it earlier. Sonya Fallsworth. Oh. I loved her. She oh. was great in every. She was scene. the shining moment. Of- I, I was just like, if you ever want to take a trip to the DC universe, I've got a butler that you will fall in <laughs> love with. <laughs> uh, like, no, she was just. I was like, she was so. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's over the top, yes. But she was absolutely awesomely cocky. I just loved her when, when she was just like, when she walks into the, the room to interrogate that scroll, and she's just like, is there an escape room? And it's like, yeah, it's underneath him. Well, that's convenient. She's like, why? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be needed. The only, one, uh, by the way, one uh, uh, continuity flub is, remember when she closes the door, mm-hmm. it's got like these two hook things at the top of the door thing. Mm-hmm. And she brings that big bar in place at the top so that you can't pull it open. Right. When um, Taylor comes, and, or no, not Taylor's, when Gravit. Gra- Gravit comes and rips the door open. He rips it straight off. There's no hooks and there's no bar. Yeah. And I was like, but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many things wrong with the show. <laughs> but uh, but no, I just thought she was great. She was, and, and I loved I love her interaction with Nick. You know, yes. Um, and they, they played well together. But again, I love Olivia Coleman. I I just think she's. I mean, she can win her Oscar. She's a great actress. I have yeah. not. I, I I knew the name, but I've never seen her in anything until now. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, even the stuff like. Um, she had the couple there, I think it was two, the two scientists, mm-hmm. cake or death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I think I cheered when that happened. I was like, all right, cake or death, that works. Um, I did think it was hilarious that she put the eye patch on the owl. Yes. Yeah, that was absolutely great. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to remember what it was. What was I can't remember the because, whole scene, but when she's talking, no, not that. When she's talking uh, to somebody, when she's talking to the villain person that she's talking to. And she's, they're talking to each other, and she's just like, well, you know, this is embarrassing. You know, we have to talk to HR about this. And Oh, because she calls him, whatever name she calls him is not his name. He goes, my name is so-and-so. And she's like, oh, we're going to have to talk to HR about this. He's like, what are you talking about? And then the guy puts the gun to the head, you know. She's just always <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not even listening to your conversation, you know. I actually would love to see a scene with her and uh, the, the Contessa. Oh, my God. What's her name? Um, um, the actress. Uh, I don't really remember the actress. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's, from, from Seinfeld. Um, um, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I would love to see a scene with those two. Oh my god! Well, we, we might see it because you know they're both in the same universe. Yeah. But Marvel doesn't like to give us those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the graphics were horrible, by the way. We, we you guys talked about Gaia and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that was it was pretty cheesy. But again, I, it's so funny when it comes to TV. I still have that accepting. It doesn't have to be shit, but I, I mean, I still, I'm like, you don't have the budget of a big movie, you know. I, so I, I'm always a little bit forgiving as long as it's not like, you know, '90s and before Doctor Who style. Like, <laughs> as long as I don't hear like an Atari vision back there, like you know, the fact that there were no heroes was kind of like. What do you think Nick Fury is? And Maria Hill. Uh, after the, uh, oh, you mean oh, Maria sorry. Hill that died in the first episode? She was still a hero. She died a hero. <sighs> Ask her mom. <laughs> her mom blames Nick. Very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I was surprised they didn't at least drag somebody in. You know, right. Just anybody. Even a low level. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Agents of Shield did it all the time. Yeah. They, I mean, well, actually, it would have been kind of cool to see Coulson, but I mean, they're in a different timeline. At least that version of them is in a different timeline. So I don't know what they would have done. But it would have been great to have like a Quake. That would have been cool. She ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't got a job. Well, hopefully they'll bring her in soon, but whatever. <laughs> Anything else we want to add before we go to renaming and ratings? It's the, the best line. It's like you said, kick or death. Kick or death. <laughs> <laughs> the best line. All right. So let's do it. Renaming the show. Ralph. Uh, weakest invasion in my own skin. <laughs> Did you say weakest invasion? Weakest invasion. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to go with um, secret persuasion because you really had to persuade me to think it was better than it actually was. <laughs> Mike? Just secret invasion. See if we address it in Marvels. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, let's see what that happens. It's That's not even going to be an afterthought. <laughs> so, Nick, how was your weekend? Eh, you know, it's just, mm, nothing. It's not. Who's, who's that? Oh, that's my wife. Ah. She's green <laughs> with a ripply chin. Did you know that? <laughs> Which is kind of weird because in, in the comics, didn't the female squirrels have hair? No. no I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think no, they no. gave themselves hair. Yeah, but like, I don't think they Just had. to be more female. Okay. Right. All right. So let's do it. Ratings for Secret Invasion. Ralph. I give Secret Invasion five little Drax arms. <laughs> <laughs> Out of... Oh, out of 10. Yeah, because Joey the intern will kill me for that. I forget. <laughs> I always forget. It was just so weird to see that little... It just looked weird <laughs> because, because I, I, I understand that um, that Gaia, her frame is very petite. You know, she's still strong, but she's smaller. And that, you know, her arm, the, the, the Drax arm is going to look weird on her. But it looked like, like she was kind of like holding an invisible football. It just looked unnatural. <laughs> yeah. It didn't look like, like, she was, like she had something there. It was weird. Like, they were trying to make it proportional, then make it slimmer. Right. You know, instead of yeah, just yeah. so muscular. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it five premature reveals in the shower out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, I mean, you're right. They revealed over the phone. But even even if you took the phone out and you made the reveal the shower, that was freaking lame. Yes. That was lame. They could really use Rody better. Mike? Um, I actually enjoyed it better. I still give it a seven and a half. R.I.P. Maria Hill out of ten. <laughs> I agree with that. R.I.P. Maria Hill, because, but she's somebody that could have been totally utilized. And they, well, she can not. always come back as an LMD. Nothing stops that. Yeah, but they, even, they have, have they introduced LMDs in no. this? No, in Shield they have. So. Oh, in Shield, okay. And that was yeah, that was that was before the Universal switch. So, you but know, we know they exist. They're already. I think they've announced it that um, Agents of Shield isn't canon in this MCU. Well, it isn't anymore. Yeah, but it was. That's what I'm saying. And LMDs had been introduced by that 
before that happened because it's all their time hopping has moved them somewhere else you know mm, so but i'm just saying i mean i doubt that i mean the thing is i'm okay with people going away i mean they could do it better or something like that but these aren't comic books here they're not gonna be alive forever like like i said what are they gonna do and please don't do what they did in the comics but what are they gonna do when i mean samuel jackson 74 yeah like, what happens when he just can't just can't do it anymore i mean like in the in the books they ended up with he has a son who has a completely different name that everyone just decides to call him the fury we're just going to call you. And then he's like, I'm just going to call him. I'm like, but your name isn't Nick Fury. <laughs> you know? So here's what's going to happen. Apparently, he had a And he lost an eye. <laughs> I'm not lying. So, so <laughs> apparently, he had a kid with uh, Vara, right? And mm-hmm. they just never told anybody. And then when, uh, when it's time for him to go away, the kid is going to come in and place as his father. As a younger version of his father. Oh, I can believe that. Yeah, there you go. All right, so there you have it. Secret Invasion. Six episodes of what this should have really been better. But don't go anywhere. Rocket Review is next. Hello, this is Ralph the Tech, bringing you another Rocket Review. This week, I'll be talking about the Ink World series. The Ink World series was written by Cornelia Funk and published from 2003 to 2008. It is a trilogy of fantasy novels that revolve around the power of reading, the magic of books, and the ability to bring fictional characters to life. The series consists of Ink Heart, Ink Spell, and Ink Death. The series starts with Ink Heart, introducing readers to Maggie and her father Mo. Mo has the unusual ability to read characters and objects out of books into the real world, but this power comes with a dangerous twist. For every character brought to life, something from the real world must replace them in the book. When Maggie discovers her father's secret, they become embroiled in a complex web of magic, adventure, and danger. The central antagonist, Capricorn, is a character that Mo accidentally brought to life from the book Inkheart years ago, and he seeks to harness Mo's ability for his own sinister purpose. The second book, Ink Spell, delves deeper into the magical world created by Cornelia Funk. Maggie and Mo continue to navigate the consequences of their powers, and Maggie discovers that she too has inherited the ability to read characters in and out of books. The narrative expands to include new characters and settings introducing the captivating Ink world fictional realm filled with its own ma- magic, dangers, and political intrigue. As the boundaries between the real world and the ink world blur, the characters grapple with questions of identity, loyalty, and the implications of their actions. The series concludes with Ink Death, where the stakes are raised even higher. The boundaries between the real world, the ink world, and the stories within the stories become increasingly blurred. The characters must confront the power of words, the limits of their abilities, and the consequences of their desires. The conflict escalates as Mo, Maggie, and their allies face off against Capricorn and his followers. The themes of creation, manipulation, and the interconnectedness of storytelling are explored, resulting in a satisfying and emotionally resonant conclusion. The Ink World series stands out for its unique premise that celebrates the magic of reading and the ability of stories to shape our reality. Cornelia Funk weaves a rich tapestry of worlds within worlds, allowing readers to explore the interconnection of fiction and reality. 
The series beautifully captures the enchantment of storytelling, immersing readers in a world where books are more than just words on a page. One of the series' notable strengths is its character development. The relationship between characters are layered and realistic, and the emotional struggles they face, whether it's the burden of power, the pain of loss, or the yearning for adventure, add depth to the narrative. The villains, such as Capricorn and his allies, are nuanced and multidimensional, making them compelling adversaries. However, some readers have found the pacing to be slow at times, especially in the middle portions of the series, where the focus shifts to character interactions and world building. Additionally, while the concept of characters being able to enter and exit books is captivating, it also comes with inherent challenges in terms of storytelling, coherence, and maintaining reader engagement. Despite these criticisms, the Inkworld series is beloved for its imaginative premise, memorable characters, and themes that celebrate the magic of books. It encourages readers to appreciate the power of words, the art of storytelling, and the transformative nature of fiction. The series appeals to both young and adult readers, offering an immersive journey into the world where the boundaries between fiction and reality are deliberately blurred. I give the Ink World series four drops of fire honey out of five. I'm Ralph the Tech, and this has been my Rocket Review. But don't go anywhere, because Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. Now with more squirrels. Or like Lady J would say, squirrels. Wow. <laughs> I'll explain. So, we a lot of a lot of syllables in there. No, no, no. <laughs> she the, the the ongoing joke was when I, when we watched Secret Invasion. She was asking about like she was like, "How do you pronounce it?" I was like, "It's like skulls." I said, "No, it's like skulls or an R." So she would joke around and go skulls, and I'm like, "That's not it." But then, of course, when you tell somebody that's not it, and they want to mess with you, they double down. Yep. So every time she we, we we would go out and watch and watch, you know. Um, Secret Invasion. She goes, I'm going to go home with my, with my babe and we're going to watch Skrulls. I'm like, please don't say that. <laughs> Tell her to talk like that can get her kicked out of Comic-Con. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute enough times to, um, I don't know. I have to have I have to have to Joe look at the stats now. Yeah, has he been up on it? Mm. We can get him up on it. He's an intern. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and happily unpaid and will remain so. He said deservingly unpaid. I didn't say it. He did. I said unhappily. <laughs> you're right. I, I hear what you're saying. We have to double his page. Yes. Wow. <laughs> we can even triple it. That's fine. <laughs> On it. Zero from zero is zero. <laughs> All right. Re- wait, hold on. <clears throat> Ready, set, go. If you could have included one MCU hero, one MCU hero in the Secret Invasion series, who would it be, Ralph? And the only one that makes sense would be Black Widow. Wow, okay. Mike? Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. Okay. I would have thrown Nick Fury for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> but you're dead. <laughs> Am I? Do you believe that Wally West needs to be introduced in the cinematic DC's only Flash? Mike? Supersonic Hell No. Wow, Ralph. Not as the only Flash. You can add him as another one. but Yeah, but you, you've had Barry for 10 years. Why do you need that? We had Barry for decades before that, and we still don't need Barry Wally. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Which character are you most interested in seeing in the Thunderbolts movie? Red Guardian, Taskmaster, or possibly Red Hulk? Ralph. Already seen Red Guardian. 
don't really care about this Taskmaster, so Red Hulk is the only option. Mike? Red Guardian. I don't need to see a red CGI hulking Harrison Ford. All right, <laughs> and there we go. We got it under a minute once again. No. Press it again. Press no. it. Press it. No. Press it. No. Go for it. I was going to press it for you. That hurts. <laughs> Physically hurts. No, I, I really do not want to see the Red Hulk. I'm like, if you're not going to give me regular Hulk, don't give me another Hulk. Wow. And you, don't, and you don't like Hulk as it is. I mean, I don't like the comic book Hulk anymore, but I mean, you know, just, just give me some good movie Hulk. But if they're not going to write him well or whatever, then skip it. <laughs> just really. Or make someone else the Red Hulk. No, I don't need to see the Red Hulk. It's a, stu it's a stupid character to begin with, you know. He has fire. Come on. He, like, absorbed energy or something. It's and then he releases as, as fire. I'll say this. As somebody who collected the comic book because I know one day I'm going to die and they're going to look through the Cap's records and they're going to see all the comic books I have over the Red Hulk and they're going to say, Cap was lying. He, I'm not going to say I don't like the Red Hulk. I do. But I don't need to see him. No. I, I think if you can't get the regular Hulk right, the regular Hulk right, how can you get Red Hulk correct? Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. All right. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. That's what I'm saying. Any shout outs, gentlemen? Any shout outs do you want to um, give out? Uh, no, I'm good. Damn. No, 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 nothing like, oh, to me or to, no, just no. Am I that selfish or self-absorbed that you, I would you've done it give a shout-out to myself? You've done it before. And we all know the answer to that. Just... <laughs> all right, Mike, shout-outs? Uh, I want a shout-out to Ralph. Oh, thank you. Yeah. He doesn't deserve it, but he's a shout-out. <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout-out to no, no other podcaster I can think of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> shout-out to all the people that saw Haunted Mansion. I oh. enjoyed that movie. It was, it was a lot of did fun. Did you see it? Yeah, yes. it was a lot of fun. I, 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 know, I know my daughter, Riley. Shout out to my daughter, Riley. I know she wants to go see it. She's been talking about seeing it for a while. But it's fun. But, when I, but, but she's an eight-year-old, so unfortunately, every movie she wants to see. I want to see Elemental. I want to see Ninja Turtles. I want to see Barbie. I want to see Haunted Mansion. But Haunted Mansion is the one that makes me smile because we went on the ride, and she was six. And it kind of spooked her out a little bit. So the fact that she wants to see the movie, I'm mm -hmm. actually like, okay, all right. Oh, that's good. It shows her. It shows us that she's braver than her father. Oh, that goes without. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that doesn't take much. I'm scared. And she knows I'm scared. I don't like, scared. I don't like horror stuff. The Keith Stanfield was great in that movie. But yes. he really was. Really? Yeah, he really, really was. He he did a lot more with that role than I think they expected and would have gotten out of a lot more actors, especially black actors. Should we review that movie? Definitely. Are you gonna watch it? I watch it. Mm -hmm. Mike's words were when we exited that movie. He made me proud to be a black man. Wow. I don't remember saying all that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was going to say, yeah, I don't even think it sounds like you saying it, but okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Interesting. Okay, so maybe we'll maybe, I mean. Those are, those are my shout outs. Okay, so my shout outs are the usuals. And, and it's funny because I'll shout out like 10 people. Two people will get back to me. It's never the same two. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, at least that means the audience is listening sporadically. Right. Like, shout out to Johannes. Johannes hit Johannes. us up. Yeah, he, he hit us up the other day, and I was like, what's going on? He's like, oh, working, doing good, you know. And then he, of course, whenever he listens to an episode, he posts it on his Facebook. Ah, that's so nice. like, all right, cool. It's our number one super fan. That's yeah, right. That's right. So, shout out to Johannes. Shout out to Big Daddy Kev. Um, shout out to, of course, Emma's from Marvel, who always expects me to insult her. And I go, well, just have better decision making when it comes to your movies and we don't gotta argue watch a DC movie it's okay <laughs> it's not bad 
Why is she Emma's from Marvel? She watches DC movies all the time. No, I'm, I'm no, I'm, no. What I'm saying is that she only watches Marvel, but she oh. shits on DC all the time. Oh, I so, I, so, I, so I wanted to open up her her comic book palette. Ah, okay. Because she's like, oh, DC's horrible. Have you seen it? Well, no. Right. I mean, watch the movies, then you'll realize they're horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's really the way it goes. <laughs> See, Mike's got your back. <laughs> Mike's got your back. I don't want them to be horrible. <laughs> they just keep producing. Them. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, shout out to her. Shout out to um, Tinkerbell, who said that she's so far behind, but she said that she'll get all of the things, all, all of the horror stuff right. I go, you're so far behind. I don't think Mike's doing horror where, where you're up to, but whatever. <laughs> I'll be up to comedies by that point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, shout out to everybody else. And of course, shout out to Lady J, um, whose birthday had just passed. So, um, sweetie, happy birthday. Isn't that the one that you called really old on the last podcast? I would never do that. <laughs> don't you remember, Mr. Tech? Do you remember that? I, I recall some words being said of that form. Yeah. You, I don't know if they were in that exact don't order. Don't try to bury me. Do not try to bury me. Babe, words, you know what's up. Words were said, but not in that order. Yeah. Okay. okay. It probably wasn't even said by me. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we um, wrap this up? No, I don't know. Wow. Okay. Not even a shout out for Aaron. Oh, my goodness. You're, Is she listening? Yeah. <laughs> You've I, seen her more recently. No, no, I'm talking about your niece. I'm not talking about um, our She never era. listens. But a shout out to my niece who never listens. Okay. And then Tell my other niece, Cheryl. Shout out to you for never listening. Tell her that we're still waiting on that uh, Air Force endorsement. You still on that, bro. Well, Cheryl did say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say this is the end of the show. So for Mike, also known as MFG, and RT Squared Rock the Tech, this is the Cap saying keep it geeky, and we'll see you next time.